Hello and welcome to another bonus podcast. My name is Crystal Taves and I'm the pastor of women here at Northview Church. I am joined today by Thalia, my podcast partner. Hello. And by our two special guests. Today we are interviewing our, our daughters. So first of all, Jessica, do you want to say hello? Hello. <laughs> Jessica Taves, my girl. And then we have Ava. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Ava Sawatsky, Jessica's, or Thalia's daughter. Mm-hmm. We are here <laughs> because we thought it'd be great. It's getting near to Christmas break and they're kind of a year and a half into university. And we thought we'd kind of reflect on what this year and a half has been like. For any of you who are in grade 11 and 12, or if you have parents in that ages where you're thinking of um, what university is going to be like, we thought we would interview our girls and hear their experiences firsthand. Mm-hmm. So Thalia, you wanted to start off with how we got to know each other, the four of us. Yeah. Well, some people are surprised that we haven't known each other our entire lives. You and I, Crystal, have only only known each other coming up to six years in February. Yeah. I was hired three <laughs> days before the first women's retreat at Stillwood. Yeah. And so I had the title of pastor and had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> Ava and Jessica were 13 at the time. And Ava, I really wanted to go to this retreat, didn't I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're just so pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Not. I really no. didn't want to. I wanted to go. Yeah. And so you and your friends dragged us and some moms along. I think it was Brittany and her mom, Sue, and Sophia Belcher and her mom, Adriana. And then Jessica was there with Crystal, of course, because you were on staff at the time. I think you were director of women. Yeah. And Jessica dragged along Carly, our neighbor, because she was like, Mom, am I going to be the only girl there, like with all those women? And we shared a cabin together and got to know each other that Yeah, it winter. was fun. We were all in the, all the moms in the upstairs and the girls uh-huh. in the downstairs at the mm-hmm. Stillwood cabins with the it's two levels. Yeah, yeah. definitely a good time, that's for sure. <laughs> you remember doing some Zumba? And yeah, we bonded. And you guys are both tall, so you bonded over being tall. Definitely. Yeah. Once our pants sizes and everything. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then you were in the same, yeah, age youth group and... Day like, camps that following day- summer when you were 14. Yeah, did day camps together yeah. and then started youth in grade nine. Went to Thailand. Together oh, yeah, Thailand. Experienced Forgot the, about that. the fish heads up in northern Thailand. Ah. <laughs> Chiang Rai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. Mm-hmm. So lots of years of things under our belts of yeah. getting to know Can each other. Yeah, believe it? Yeah. So we wanted to kind of get a feel, like I said, for what you guys have been through the last year and a half, since you're such wise and experienced women. Oh, <laughs> no, yes. <I> yeah. <laughs> so maybe give us just each, give our listeners a snapshot of what you're, each of you are doing. Do you want to start off, Jessica? Cool. Um, yep. I'm in my second year at CBC. Um, I'm in biblical studies and I'm in the diploma program right now. Um, I am a resident leader. I'm living in dorms there and yep, just enjoying my classes um, what classes do you have this semester? What class? This semester, I have Gospel of Mark, Revelation, um, Intro to Leadership, Academic Writing, and First Corinthians. Oh. So I got three Bible electives, which is very good. It's very lots of self reflection and <laughs> <laughs> processing, but it's really good. So, so in case someone doesn't know what CBC stands for, tell them what it Columbia is. Columbia Bible College. It's just down Clearbrook Road. Yeah, like four minutes from Northview. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> How big is CBC? How many students? Um, there's probably about a hundred living on campus and then maybe 400 in total with commuters 
four to five hundred, I would say. Okay. Somewhere along there. Yeah. So pretty small. Very small, actually. Well, compared, it's funny, <laughs> comparison, right? Because so compared to Yale, mm-hmm. where your high school was like 400. You're like yeah, your my grade grad class, class was 350. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then going to living with people, like only 100 others. And then the school <laughs> is about the same size as my grad class. It was definitely a big shift. But then yeah. I was talking to a girl who grew up in the mission field and came to CBC and it was like so big <laughs> compared to what she was used to. So yeah. it's all a matter of perspective. Well, your young adult group is like how many now? Oh, like oh I know. At least. More than you currently live maybe? with. Yeah. yeah, our grade itself was like at least 50. Yeah. yeah. So, so Ava, what are you up to these days? So I'm studying at Trinity Western in Langley. Uh-huh. Um, I'm studying business and I'll probably pursue accounting next year. Just like her Just dad. Just like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> On the numbers side. And then I'm also volunteering with TRAC, so Trinity Refugee Awareness Campaign. So I'm the merchandise director for that. And then I'm also living on dorms as well. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's a little bit of a snapshot. Okay, Jessica, why would someone pick CBC? Like, what is it known for? Give us some highlights. Definitely. Um, I'll go by why I chose CBC. Um, Right out of high school, I really wanted to play volleyball, um, do a couple more years of that. And so CBC had a volleyball team. But that wasn't what um, initially grabbed me is I was thinking about doing Bible school somewhere, um, going to Cape and Ray or just leaving home yeah. for the most part, just trying to get away. Get rid of us. Get rid of mom and dad <laughs> breathing down my neck. Because <laughs> um, they're so terrible. <laughs> so terrible. Um, yeah, so I decided to go to CBC, just the fact that like it had biblical studies and it had Bible electives that I could take and learn just about the Bible and learn about what it meant to be a Christian and then as well play volleyball there. So that was pretty much my big draw to go to CBC. Um, just the fact, I think it was mostly like the Bible teaching and the fact that um, yeah, I just wanted to know about the Bible. I wanted to know um, how to read it and what it even means and if it's even true. Like, I had no idea really at that point, kind of just what I thought was true, but just uh, to decide for myself. So, um, yeah, I decided to live on campus because I just wanted to meet new people and get into a new community. Yeah. And, um, yeah, definitely by the end of grade 12, I was very tired with um, just my, yeah, people around me and stuff. And I just wanted to meet new people and get into a whole new community. And then living on campus was, even though it's like 12 minutes away from home, (laughs) which a lot of people have no idea why I do live away, especially because it's so much more money, but it's been nice. And like definitely has left me appreciating home and family so much more because I only see them once a week versus five times a week. Not even sometimes. Yeah. So did you go to CBC with some good friends or did you? No. And I went all by myself, which was weird because I was in my hometown and it was like a local Bible school, but I knew no one okay. pretty much. Um, so yeah, pretty much just got thrown in right there. Okay. Trying to figure things out. So yeah. You're extroverted. You like people. So it's. Yeah, I wasn't nervous. Okay. I no. wasn't nervous going into the year. And especially because I knew that I was joining a team as well. Yeah. That I'm like, well, I'll, I'll automatically have like 12 good friends. Yeah. With that. But um, but you did. You were surprised at how long it took you to feel comfortable, though. Like it was definitely said, like even though I had a team and we have very small classes and you see the same people every day. Like I would say it wasn't until Thanksgiving where I actually felt comfortable and like I felt sure that this was a, like a nice place because there's yeah, so much expectations yeah. that like these people are going to be your best friends for the rest of your life. Yeah, but so true. It's just walking in there. You're like, how am I going to connect with these people? And yeah. like there's. So many people, which is like there isn't, but it just feels big yeah. when you don't know anyone. And totally so true. I would say Thanksgiving was really nice coming back, but it, honestly, it wasn't until second semester coming back yeah. where I was like, this is actually like home and like 
I know these people and I like it here. Yeah, and I you're think gonna it's gonna. Excited. It definitely took until January to for me to like actually like it. Yeah, and to be there. So I think that's good for people to yeah. hear because sometimes mm-hmm. you expect to make your best friend on your first day of school, oh, right. and, <laughs> and I'm gonna leave school if I don't make it. But it yeah. takes a while to yeah. figure out who your people are. Yeah, yeah. and it's hard you too in a Christian environment because you think. All these people are Christian and they all want my best interest and they're all really nice people. But um, yeah, it's just interesting the sifting through people and seeing who are yours and who you just don't click with. And there's not then the pressure that you're supposed to click with everyone. Yeah. Um, it goes away pretty quick when you realize it's not a reality. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so Ava, describe what, yeah, what you're doing, why someone should pick Trinity Western when it's um, known for. So originally, I never really wanted to go to Trinity. I was always wanted to just leave and go to a big university and study business. But and I your realized, dad took you on like trips, yeah, right? Yeah, I went like to a, University of Toronto yeah. for like a day and went to UBC and I just didn't like it as much. And I went to MEI for the last two years of high school and I really, really enjoyed that. I really liked how like small it was and how like even though it was small, you still had your people, but you could still talk to other people and kind of like mix and mingle. Yeah. And so, like, I realized, oh, Trini's going to give me that. Like, it's, it's like, still large enough that you can find people and that you can have, like, a variety of friends and, like, kind of, like, to spice up your life. Yeah. But, like, that it's small enough that you don't feel, like, overwhelmed. And, like, they do such a good job, especially, like, living on campus with community and just, like, getting to know each other. Obviously, you have to put your own effort in, too. You can also just be a hermit. Some people, <laughs> like, that were in my dorm and you're, like, you don't know them ever. But, um, yeah, I also really like the small class sizes. Like, that was huge. Mm-hmm. Especially for a business when you have to do like a lot of group projects, it's pretty small, so that's really nice. Yeah, that's neat. What are kind of some of the favorite things that happen on campus mm-hmm. at both the schools? Like what what um, what are your big social activities well, around us? There's pretty much not much at all. <laughs> it's very limited to, and so we had to get creative of what fun things you can do and what you can improvise in a night. Um, but definitely, our sports games are huge. And even though our teams don't do well at all every year, like we pretty much lose most <laughs> games, but it's just so fun. Um, yeah, it's fun to be on the team, but then also just to go out and support the basketball teams and yeah. stuff is really awesome. And then definitely it's just lots of games nights, lots of um, everyone. Because most people at CBC don't have cars either. So it's a lot of just like hanging out and just watching movies and game stuff. So not much happens, but it's still, it's pretty fun yeah. on the weekends and stuff. So. Yeah. I'd say sports games. Volleyball is huge. Trinity. Yeah. They do really well. So it's really yeah. fun to watch. Um, yeah. A lot of just hanging out at school, like in just in people's dorms or like you just spend like so much time at the calf, just like being with other people. You just spend like hours there sometimes. Um, yeah. A lot of just chilling. How you often did, is there like chapel? Every day. Oh, you have every day. And what do you yeah. have at CBC? We just have every Thursday. Okay. So we have every Thursday chapel for an hour and then Tuesday nights. We have a thing called Vespers where it's just singing from 9 to 10 yeah. on Tuesdays. We have yeah. chapel from 11 to 11.30, Monday through Friday. But Friday is just, they call it praise chapel, so it's just singing. But the other days has, like, a bit of singing and, like, a bit more like a sermon type thing. Yeah. And is that optional or mandatory? It's optional. Yeah. Yeah. So what about church? Like, CBC is right in the middle of Abbotsford, so you have a chance to go to some churches. Trinity doesn't have, I don't think it has a church that meets on campus, no. right? No. They have like this thing called SNA Sunday Night Alive, where it's every other Sunday, where it's just like just a time of singing for like an hour, but they don't have any church services. So how many kids do you think would go to like a church nearby or wouldn't go to church because they can't drive anywhere? I don't know. I think a lot yeah, of people no go clue. to Village. Village. There's like a shuttle to Living Waters, I think. Okay. That's in Fort Langley, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
but I'm not sure numbers wise. Yeah. Jessica, what about you? Do you where um, do people go to church? Where do people go? Yeah. Or I would say a good number of people don't go to church at CBC, just like kind of Bibled out from classes, which is definitely a hard thing when it's, yeah, it's very interesting. And I didn't expect it kind of going into CBC, the fact that like they warn you to not make your, the Bible, your textbook, but it definitely happens. And so mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just don't have energy to for church on Sundays, which is actually a very sad thing. And I think it should be encouraged more, but I would say a good number of people don't go to church, but then, um, lots of people go to central Heights. Okay. Um, lots of people go to the community church, the one, <laughs> which one, like life know. center. <laughs> yeah. That okay. One. Oh, cause you yeah. can walk there probably like the one at Pierdenville and Clear Road. Road. Yeah. Maybe. The one that Kenny saw goes to. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. And then, um, there's a good number of people who come to Northview okay. on weekends. Yeah. So. Same. There's like a little section of train students. <laughs> It's so fun to coming on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. at ten o'clock. There's a whole yeah. that whole yeah. kind of section is like Including young adults. Like eight thirty, you can't have that. When no, no eight thirty is not. No. 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 So, what are some of the cautions or some of the dangers to living on campus? Mm, I got this one. They call it okay. At least for Trinity, they call it going full trend. And so that's where you go to Trinity, like you live on campus and you just stay on campus, and then you make friends at Trinity and you just stick with those friends and you kind of forget about your friends in Abbotsford or about your friends in your hometown. And yeah. so like, that's definitely a danger. And then you just, you yeah. just stick with Trinity. Yeah. And you, yeah. And when you graduate or go back home, you kind of have it. nothing, no. no strands to pick up on. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of friendships and stuff. Yeah. What would be other dangers? Um, I would say for me and like observing CBC and stuff, it's like definitely kind of like the bubble aspect yeah, of same. it. It's just like people like live and breathe and don't, go um yeah they don't go out and do anything um and definitely there's a lot of like people who who are living on campus and it is unfortunate that people don't have cars and to go out and like to serve other places or to do that stuff but there's a lot of like sponges on campus and it's kind of just like and it's true because we're in bible class all the time and we just hear so many so much information but I think a danger of living on campus is the fact that you collect so much, but you never practice evangelizing. Uh, you never yeah. practice mm-hmm. like actually describing your faith and like sharing the gospel. So I know a lot of people who have graduated with their biblical studies degree, but have never had to stand up for their faith or yeah. has never had to like, yeah, like just like proclaim the gospel to someone who has no idea what it means. Yeah. Then it's, they get screwed over in their pastor, yeah. pastoral roles or in church roles or yeah. just like, what does a biblical studies degree mean if you can't yeah. even explain it and yeah. stuff? So I think... Um, there are definitely some classes that encourage it, but I don't think it's encouraged enough. And I think it is a result of living on campus at CBC. Right. Yeah. But I think that's with most. Yeah. It could happen anywhere. Continue but. that with like, they think that like Trinity is enough. Like you take, you only have to take four religious studies courses. And so I think students think like, oh, going to chapel or just being in a Christian environment is enough. Like it kind of counts as church. Yeah. So they don't go to church. So they just make excuses like, oh, I have to study or I don't have a ride. But so many people have cars, so yeah. it's not an excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a new role this year, Jessica. Mm-hmm. You're a resident leader. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little, a little bit about that. What are the challenges? What are the joys of that? And Ava, you can p- pitch in too in terms of what you know at Trinity from what people yep. experience. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I was definitely so excited to get hired on as this position at CBC last year. I'm um, coming to an end, and it was a big thing that I was really looking forward to this summer. But um, 
Yeah, it's been a very rocky semester and it's not it hasn't been just our like my RL position it's just kind of been a lot of things but that's um added in just the time commitment and stuff that it takes to actually get to know people and like intentionally love and like be in a relationship with people is a huge time commitment especially when you're swamped with a lot of other things and I don't think I prepared myself well going into this year to expect that in a sense because I am a very extroverted person and I do love being in relationship with people. So I don't think I gave it the weight that it needed to. Um, so what were the expect? What are the expectations, expectations? on a weekly basis? Well, every Monday we have our dorm meetings. Um, so I have to plan that. So it's either a Devo or plan something fun or just plan a way for like fellowship between us. And then I'm just supposed to, I'm pretty much like an intentional friend for people. So just checking up on people, taking them out for coffee, um, being present and like just being around just, for people like that, I, that they can talk to me if they want. Um, so definitely some girls have opened up a lot more than others, just just depending on their support system that they have at home or um, on campus and stuff. But and then you have other yeah. meetings with other mm-hmm. resident leaders. Yeah, so then and- we have our all of all the girl resident leaders every Wednesday night. And then I have a one on one with my resident director. And so my schedule gets filled up quite quickly with that. And so yeah, it was, it's definitely interesting. It was definitely interesting walking into the role and seeing um, what it takes and stuff. But definitely looking into next semester, I'm a lot more. I'm very excited to see um, how I can, because I know what to expect. Yeah, I know how I can helps. prepare and yeah. I know who my girls are and who I can really be praying for and like be really thinking of and like encouraging during the Christmas yeah. uh, season. Just so going into next semester, it's not new. Like it's just continued on, so... How many girls are you in charge of? I have nine girls. So four first years and five second years. Okay. Oh, other way around. Five first years, four second years. Yeah. Ava, what, first years. Ava, mm-hmm. what's it like at Trinity Western? You have resident assistants, right? Yeah, RAs? they're called RAs. Yeah. And they lead like a bit bigger dorms. Um, ours is probably one of the smaller sizes. I think we have like 14, but they can get up to about 18 or 20. And so, yeah, RA has the same position. They are like the paid friend, basically. That's what I call them. They're <laughs> you have, yeah. yeah, you're you're basically just that person that is always around that girls who maybe don't have friends, especially first semester where it's really yeah. hard for first years, that they can always count on the RA to yeah. just be around and just be always encouraging and just give little tidbits of like, oh, where to go print this off or how to survive, how to, survive yeah. how to study, like all those things. And yeah, they were really like a huge like role model, especially like as a first year, like you think you know what you're doing, but you really don't. (laughs) And so like you always look to your RA and see what they're doing. So Ava, you've had experience with um, poor RAs and great RAs, all kinds of people you've met. We won't talk about any of them in specifics, (laughs) but what are some good things RAs have done and what are some challenges that RAs face? I think some good things that RAs have done is last year, like keeping like issues confidential because Mm. especially being in a girl storm, If something, yeah, there's a lot of issues. Like things can start firing, <laughs> flames burning in the dorm. <laughs> and totally. so I think just like keeping that like yak to yourself and um, just always like kind of like a democracy, like always having people put their inputs in about like what you want to do. And so it's not like, oh, we're doing this and this is final. Like, so you can always have a say. And so that was really nice. Yeah. And I think just like planning things to like, yeah, create fellowship, like Jessica said. So because like you are first year and like, even though like I came in with a few friends, like it was really nice being able to like plan activities where you, you get to bond and you get to do activities with people. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's cool. Okay. Ava, tell us a little bit about track. 
you have to explain again what that is and then why did you get involved yeah I don't run track so (laughs) that's what a lot of people think I'm not athletic not a hundred not a hundred meter sprinter no so (laughs) did you imagine (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's um a T-R-A-C um, so it's Trinity Refugee Awareness Campaign. It was started by a guy who went to MEI. So he's just a year above me and Jessica. He's in his third year. And so I was just bringing attention to the refugee crisis. And so last year, I wasn't part of it last year, but last year um, they brought over a family from Kenya. And so mm-hmm. the Trinity community and through donations and through buying merchandise, they raised like over 30000 in like wow. less than a semester, which was crazy. And then this semester, and I think this like whole school year, we're raising money to fund a scholarship for like one student with refugee history so they can come to Trinity full ride. Huh. Yeah. Very cool. And you're in partnership with MCC, which yeah. is pretty cool. So we're in partnership and now we're incorporated um, as a not-for-profit. And so Bob Kuhn helps us out. Yeah. So you people might be surprised to hear that you like to use your giftings and strengths on this team. So tell them about what you do there. Yeah. So I'm the merchandise director. And so I was kind of thrown into the role, but that's okay. Uh, so I run a team of about five students. Some are the third years, second years, fourth years. And um, we just, we make products. We have graphic designers who design because mm-hmm. we're not super, super talented that way, but they're talented. But you have an eye for what looks good. So, yeah, yeah, I have an eye for what looks good. So I get to use my business skills I learn in class or just through life and we create products and I'm also part of the social media. So we do that. So we get to do lots of fun stuff on Instagram and then we set up booths and we just promo it, organize. It's fun. Yeah. And what's cool about track is that there's a variety of different teams that do different things depending on your strengths and yeah. your skills. Because for me, like I really like using business and I really like clothes. So it was really awesome to find something that like I could serve in, but I really enjoy it. So it's not draining. Yeah. That's totally neat. Yeah, for sure. Jess, where are you serving right now? Other than all your girls at CBC. <laughs> yeah, girls. Where else are you serving? Um, I am at church. I'm doing kids. So I teach a grade one class, Aww. which is so fun. Just a highlight of them every two weeks. Um, they're crazy, but it's good. And that's, I don't think I'm serving anywhere else right now. No, last year you did Village Kids. Yeah, but- last year I did Village Kids, which is like a after school kind of youth idea. It's like two hours on Tuesday, uh, on Thursdays. Um, and it's for kids that go to Godson Elementary School. So we just did like Bible and um, craft and a game with them. And so it's pretty much like a youth kind of idea. And then I also coached, helped coach a volleyball team last year. But then this year I decided to take a step back from all my prior commitments <laughs> and let myself breathe. Hey, RL <laughs> takes a ton of time. So. It does, yeah. <laughs> but it's been neat to see how some of those after school things mm-hmm. kind of, because you also have your lifeguarding job mm-hmm. that you do part time. Yeah. And then having some of those kind of overlaps between mm-hmm. school and the after school program totally. and lifeguarding. You've seen these kids at the pool. and mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a definitely a highlight this summer, um, working at the pool, seeing all the kids that I was um, helping this last year because they all just walk over to uh, MRC and then I could hang out with them while they're in this waves and they'd come <laughs> give me wet hugs. And, <laughs> so that was definitely so fun. I love that. And it's cool to be working. Yeah, I'm um, working at the church in the summer doing day camps and then going to Village Kids and then, yeah, just working for the city then in that sense and how everything does overlap. And I think it just shows how important it is to be involved in the community and not to just keep yourself in a bubble because you would be surprised at how many ways that people overlap and experiences overlap. And yeah. Yep. That's what I'd say. Let's talk a little bit to those 
people that are like grade 11 and 12. And they're trying to think, oh, what yeah. do we do after grade 12? They're stressing. So yeah. we're talking about <laughs> CBC and Trinity Western, but mm-hmm. we know that a lot of your friends have chosen different things. Mm-hmm. Some have gone to YWAM and Cape and Ray, and some are working, and some have gone to UFV and all kinds of things. How would you help those kids who are in grade 11 and 12 to kind of discern where to go after grade 12 and what to do? Let's give some tips and advice to them. <laughs> Okay, I'll go. Okay. <laughs> um, I think one thing that I just would want to recommend or like want to just stress that um, you can change your mind. Mm-hmm. So right now yeah. I'm, I've done two years of Bible school, but I'm looking at another five because I'm planning on going to UFE to pursue a social work degree. So okay. I have in total, that'll be seven years of school, which <laughs> I'm crying at at the moment, but <laughs> it'll be good. And so I think just the pressure that like, you will be able to switch and it's not the end of the world. And a lot of people are in the same boat. So right out of high school, you don't have to declare your major and just pursue that. Like some people do, but um, for the most cases, it's probably not. Well, it just kind of depends. Yeah. So that'd be my first thing. And then my second thing would be to get out of whatever area you're in. So even if you do have a very like healthy friendships and a good circle, I think everyone needs time away from that. So if that's even like, living on campus at a school or if that's spending four months away at like in Thailand, like what our friend Brittany did or yep. going to a Cape and Ray or just like leaving the area that you're in for like a couple months. Yeah. And then just so you can like decide for yourself who you want to be and yeah. that you won't, you're not shaped by your friendships that you've always had at home. So I think that was a big growing thing for me is like, even though I'm in Abbotsford and like I was, and I, was involved in NYA and I did know people the fact that I was like forced to like remake my reputation in a sense and like yeah. re-figure out um who I was and what I stood for um was very growing and like I think it was definitely like a big thing that I look back to and now I can like I feel like I can like start running now because I've right. established it for myself and I'm not like lost and I have kind of decided for yeah. that so I would really recommend that in some shape or form to yeah. leave yeah. Do something different. What would you say, Ava? Um, I'd say definitely if you're considering certain schools, if you can go and visit them. Because like when I did that, like I'm a very logical person. I like to have like my like pros and cons, but yeah. going to a school and you can like feel it out was really helpful. Yeah. yeah but sure. I was definitely the one who knew what my major was going to be and yeah. stuck with it. But that's, that's fine. Like, yeah, I know so many people who switched. And then um, I think just like kind of evaluate your life of what do you like? Do you like school? Like I like the small class sizes, but some people thrive in like the huge universities. Yeah. And then like looking at your interests, like outside of school too. Mm-hmm. Cause like, if you're not academic, there's always options. Yeah. And I would say to parents, if you're listening, talk to lots of other parents mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. their kids, even in a family might have three or four kids and they probably all done something different depending on their personalities and where they're at in life and those kinds of things. So I'd say talk to lots of people. Yeah. And I'd say even like thinking about Clayton's experience, like mm-hmm. our oldest Clayton or Jessica's brother, she's, he's been at UBC, but he immediately found a community to plug into even there in a big campus. Yeah. And yeah. so I say like, find those places where you can plug into. In the uh, most secular places, there'll be Christians mm-hmm. yeah. wandering around lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can find others. each other. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> My but, people. <laughs> but that's been huge for him. Like that's been his community mm-hmm. really yeah. is that UCM University mm-hmm. Christian Ministries group at UBC, which is 
when I tell people that, that that there's a really strong Christian group there, they're all surprised. They think like going to UBC is like throwing your kids to the wolves. But, <laughs> but he's almost had like a Bible school experience at mm-hmm. UBC, which is yeah. crazy. And the way he's been kind of brought into leadership there and like his wife Taylor now leading small groups and they've been able to really explore their Christian faith at a secular yeah. school. So Yeah, and then I go off with Jessica, like you don't have to like leave BC or Canada, like I went to Fort Langley and Jessica went to Abbotsford, but, <laughs> but such big adventures. Yeah, we, know. Know. we had such big, big plans, yeah. <laughs> but like living on campus and dorms, even though like, yeah, people think it's close. Like you do really grow even in like the first year. Like I could see myself yeah. change so much yeah. because like you're forced to make new decisions that you haven't had to. And you can't like in high school, like if you had a problem with someone, you could just escape. Yeah. Like you just home. go home, you can't and escape. Just, but yeah. you can't escape. No. So I encourage like to live on campus or just to go away and yeah. you'll see yourself grow. Yeah. And that's one of the things I wanted to ask, like, cause I know both of you said you feel like you've kind of grown up in this year and a half. So mm-hmm. what were the things that you'd see that you're different now than you would have been when you graduated from high school? Mm-hmm. People say I'm an extrovert. Okay. Yeah. I'm more social now for sure. So if you didn't know Ava when she was growing up, yeah, she I was, was mute. Very quiet. <laughs> I was going to say reserved, but yeah, mute. <laughs> I was mute. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm like a little social butterfly. Look at you go. I know. I'm so proud. <laughs> yeah, I like people more now. So yeah, I like being with them. And, and you've learned how to work with a wide variety of personalities. Yeah. And you've had to do some conflict management kind of stuff. Yeah. With That's also nice RA. living on dorm so you have different majors. So definitely mm-hmm. different personality types, which is really fun. Yeah. How about you, Jay? Me. This is a hard one to think because I know that I have grown a lot, but just try to think of specifics. I know it's hard um, to pinpoint. I think I've grown a lot for um, like my faith has just like exploded like in a good way I don't know if that's a good word <laughs> no, to use but um, yeah. I think it was good oh, yeah thank you um yeah I just think like it's like it's been completely it's just been made so real to me just being at CBC and um just being by myself having to struggle through things and think about them and even though my like mom will is right there and like will answer my phone calls and stuff but she's never really answered any of my questions just ask me more <laughs> questions to think about even Same. more so um it's been good to do that and so I think my faith has completely been like yeah it's just really taken off which has been really cool to see and like process through but um another big thing I think is that I've been learning how to critically think for myself and mm-hmm. I think I've been really encouraged just to like process the lies of the world and like how um like yeah just kind of things it's like oh it's always been this way it's like no like it doesn't have to be this way like so mm-hmm. like thinking about like um racism and thinking about um just like social issues and stuff mm-hmm. it's like you can't just accept things and so just like processing that and seeing how that comes in like everyday life that's right. been a big thing just how I've been more open to that and then I would think one last thing is that all through high school like I was definitely a very like extroverted person and like definitely always yeah just loved meeting new people and loved doing that but coming to CBC I realized that I'm not amazing at um being like I'm good at being intentional with some people but I a lot of times I spread myself so thin in friendships that I don't have key people when I need them oh yeah um like it's definitely there's some cases where I do but so I think this year uh, the last two years I've been really learning it's like priorities and like how Mm -hmm. to 
be very friendly and inclusive and encouraging and intentional with people, but to not spread myself too thin in yeah. like socially. Yeah. Um, so that's been a big thing, especially living on dorms. Cause I found that last year. Yeah. And so this year that's been something so that much been... FOMO. Like you didn't want to miss oh, anything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first year crisis. It's like every day of the week. Like I couldn't even sit in my dorm room. Cause I'm like, Oh, there's something going on. Like I have <laughs> and stuff. And so yeah. this year I've been learning how to um, prioritize people who will actually fill me up yeah. instead of, um, yeah, just running yeah. myself too thin mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, so that's been a big growing thing, I think. This yeah. Year. And I think another thing I've learned is like what I actually really like hmm. and like learning what I like and what I'm good at because high school, like I didn't really fit the molds of high school. Like I fit in, it, it was fine. fine. Yeah. And I liked it. I excelled at it, but going to university and studying what I want to study and seeing like, oh, I'm actually really good at this. And I, yeah. and I really enjoy studying this. And I found my other people who are like weird like me. So it's nice <laughs> <laughs> like going into university and just finding things that I'm like, oh, this is good. And I'm good at it. Yeah. And like, and we don't have to be the same. Yeah. yeah. We don't have to be the same. And you're like, okay, you're like you do your nursing things and I'll look at numbers like <laughs> we need those we need, we need all eyes are rolling over so both of you have intentionally decided to stay involved at the church too yeah. with with Northview Young Adults oh, so why the same direction there we go. Oh, we're thinking the same. oh that was actually under your name That's <laughs> <okay. Yeah. laughs> so how why why have you stayed involved with Northview um, Young Adults why would you encourage other people to do the same my escape it's like my escape from the bubble it's like there's different people. It's you don't have like, oh, the Trinity doesn't just like carry over. It's like, oh, you have to think of new things to talk about. And like you can't just talk about like your own life. You have to talk about other people's lives and talk to other people who maybe took a different path. Maybe they're going to Cape and Ray or they're working. So it forces you to make new connections and just stick with your old friends that you've grown up with. So that's really nice and refreshing yeah. and who've known you in like a different light. So yeah. they keep you accountable for other things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, similar to that for sure is just like having new people to talk to, especially in a really small school. It's just so nice. It's so refreshing. Um, And I just love church and I love like the community and like the fact that it's like we're all we all chose to be here and like are making a priority of our Friday nights this way. It's just like it's a really special thing and I absolutely love it. But it's definitely been a very challenging thing in my life to keep up with it in a sense the fact that like I'm in Abbotsford going to a school which is like a bubble in Abbotsford and then having family here and then being in Northview and it's just like it's a lot of people that I want to put all my 100% time to so it's been a very difficult thing I would say like and I think young adults is just a lot it's so awesome and there's so many amazing people but it's been very challenging to um it's just it's hard to escape things because you're, I go to NYA, I'm like, I want to invest 100% here. And then I go back to school. I'm like, I love these people. And then yeah. I go home and I'm like, oh, Trevor is so big now. Like, <laughs> so it's just like so many things that I'm just, I want to be 100%. So, yes. And you can't be. Whereas if you be. were away somewhere in Toronto, yeah. you would just invest in your school in that community. And, yeah. that community. and you wouldn't feel the pull of everything yeah. else. So that's yeah. been the challenge. So it's but. definitely been hard, but it's still so good and so rewarding that I love it. Ava and I are a little different. Probably we'd run home and go, oh, phew, need a little bit of yeah, quiet time. Yeah, you for like a day. <laughs> yeah. That's good, though. It's good that we're different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else do we have to ask? I think that's about it. Unless you guys have anything, any last words of wisdom have, that you uh, have. Um, Tap that forehead. Badly, I might come back. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of anything. I have one thing. We were talking about it while we were eating Freshie. <laughs> Advertisement for Freshie here. <laughs> yeah. So we close off. Yeah. Um, 
in terms of advice or what was it? Oh, yes, it is. So I think one thing that I'd really encourage is that as much as NYA has been a hard thing for me to invest fully in, just like my leadership roles and work and stuff, it's a lot too. I think if you are in Abbotsford, this is for like grade 11, 12 students or parents of these kids, whatever, um, that you need to invest in a church and young adults. Because I think one thing, and you uh, whatever. Um, I one thing What's that say? <laughs> I'm scared now. <laughs> um, one thing that I didn't realize how easy it was, especially being in a Christian school, is how fast and how easy it is to like start partying when you're 19 and you're legal oh, and yeah. everyone else. It comes like a fire by alcohol Blaze. and stuff. And so if you're not in a community with like people who are intentionally on Friday nights going to NYA and like a community group, if you're not putting yourself in those smart situations, you're going to get sucked in so fast. And yeah. it happens like so fast. And even and at just schools, the fact that you're in a Christian school oh, doesn't yeah. mean even it doesn't CBC, happen. Like there's a yeah. consistent group at CBC who Friday and Saturday night go out. And like, I could definitely like see myself falling into that. And like, cause they're nice people on there, my friends and yeah, stuff. It's fun. But if I didn't have a prior commitment, it's just, yeah. Like a healthy yeah. prior commitment. Yeah, Because yeah. when you turn 19, that's the fastest. Yeah. I think people just go off the rails because it's so easy. Yeah, it's really easy. And I yeah. noticed in your grade 12 year that you had quite a few people that came for the first time to grade 12 youth, even partway through the year. Yeah. yeah. And I noticed that they found it easier then to connect into yeah. the Northview Young Adults, NYA, yeah. as we call it. Because a lot of the leaders go to Young Adults mm-hmm. or they also lead at yeah. Young Adults. And so it's just like a nice little easy transition. Yeah. So if you It's a way easier transition, yeah, than, yeah. Than, going, yeah. than not going to youth and then trying to break into yeah. Young yeah. Adults. But if you had, I don't think, like, I think so. But at the same time, like coming back. So last year at CBC, I wasn't involved in NYA, um, not like the live nights. I was a part of a community group, but coming in April or so to the live nights on the Friday nights, um, I found very, I found myself very lost. The fact that I didn't know anyone, even though I went to youth all the way through, like I really didn't know anyone. Like I knew of people, but I was not friends with anyone. Bring a friend. (laughs) Or just like intentionally go to things and like. You have to force yourself to make friends at that spot. Because yeah, like gotta, you could be going to North your whole life and not know anyone at mm-hmm, NYA. But that's a mm-hmm. decision that you have to make yeah. to invest in that. So I think like youth, yeah, it is an easy trans- transition. I would like disagree with that in a sense that it's not. It's never going to be easy transition. Like you have to put uh, the effort in after high school. I'd say it's easy like if you have friends who are staying in the area and you also make the commitment to go to N- like NYA because yeah. then... Like you have like a little set group of friends and then from those friends, you can branch out to other yeah. people or not. You can just stay with your phone friends. Well, and what I but, love about NYA is they've often done things in the summer. Yeah. So you had all kinds of events where people who've graduated from grade 12 could go to these events and then could join up with NYA as it, was, as it would suit their schedule. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's lots. But yep. bring a friend because it's a pretty big group. So yeah. it's kind of terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And like anything, like with our youth too, being part of a community group, if you can be, like I know it's harder for you, Ava, because you're at Trinity all week, but Jessica at least could be part of that. At least you have your 10 or 15 people that you knew going into the live night. Like I love those people. It's really awesome. So it always helps to be part of a smaller group when you're part of a larger group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because at least you know some of the people there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Find your people. Yeah. That's right. Well, I think that's it for today. But thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah. I'm just going to pray for us and for the listeners and then we will sign off. Lord, we thank you so much for uh, just your sovereignty over the lives of Ava and Jessica, the way that you led and guided them to the schools that they're at and the fact that you are going to continue to lead and guide them through the future. We thank you for um, 
just the ways that they're engaging in their community, for the ways that they're growing in you and in their relationships with other people. And we just uh, praise you for that. We Lord, uh, we just thank you for um, all the young people that are at this church. When I think of our young adults group, it is just such a solid group of men, young men and women. And just the opportunity to interview people this last week for membership, I just am, again, um, just in awe of the people that you're bringing into our church um, who are just young in age and ready to serve you. So we thank you, Lord, for them. We pray, uh, Lord, that you would just be with people during this transition time and that they would uh, seek you and yet not be paralyzed by all the choices. So we pray that you just give people peace and uh, grace as they choose to follow you in all these ways. So we, Lord, we thank you for this time together. We pray your blessing on all of our listeners in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us, you guys. So welcome. We'll be here again. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for this podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome.